0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Friends Till the End The Friends podcast, where we review every episode step by step It is your one-stop shop for all things Friends I am your host Michael, I'm joined as always by the ghost of the girl that died in this apartment several centuries ago And is now haunting the place, Elizabeth Hello Elizabeth
1: Hello (laughs) I'm
0: so glad that you did the voice. (laughs) How you doing?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Oh my god, what difference a day makes, honestly. Seriously. I was at the end of my tether at the beginning of yesterday's episode, but yeah, here we are, back in the saddle, Uh, and, and back to talk about another great, dare I say it,
1: Classic Friends episode.
0: It was classy. I don't know about classic, but a good episode nonetheless. We've just finished watching the one with the five steaks and an eggplant.
1: We sure did.
0: Boy, oh boy. Roller coaster of emotions after they're watching that one.
1: Seriously, they packed a lot into those they, 22 minutes. They
0: did. They did well. And we'll get to that all in good time. Before we get to that, though, I do want to ask you a question. Okay. It's not a Friends related question because. I kinda of run out of all those. But because as you pointed out, you're the reason why people listen to this show. You're the only <laughs> reason that people give a damn.
1: Definitely. They tolerate... I tolerate I am everything. They That's come... not true. It's it's a team effort here.
0: They come for you, they tolerate me. It's fine. No, it's okay. No. I'm 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 alright with that. But I, I'm I'm sure the people listening at home would like to know other like T V recommendations. What are some shows that you would recommend to our listeners? Maybe, you know, a couple of, of sitcoms that you would throw in there in the 22-minute marks and just anything else that you think is worth people's time on watching.
1: Why would you ask me this? Why do you think I have a good enough... I don't know, like, that I would be the good person to give advice on
0: well, what shows because, to watch? Well, because you're an authority on this. You have a podcast, which means you must know your shit. People don't just start podcasts, obviously. You have to... Have some sort of knowledge to be on a podcast You're an expert You're a television expert And people have gotten the chance to understand your tastes Over the last 27 episodes or so So people get You know, if they think Wow, she knows her stuff You know, she wasn't convinced by this show to begin with But she's come round and wonder what else she likes What else do you like? People know that we like How, How I Met Your Mother And we watch that from time to time But what else, Elizabeth? Well, people
1: know that we like 30 Rock Because we reference it Do we? Here and there,
0: I don't believe so,
1: or I reference it in reference to Ross and sometimes things that'll happen on that show.
0: Oh, <laughs> Green so
1: Greenzo, you'll okay. all be Greenzoed. Um,
0: what else are you watching? What, what would what what hot takes have you got for the listener?
1: I think worthwhile shows, okay, three,
0: okay, good. Um, Number these, one!
1: These are all on Netflix, by the way. Wait, hang
0: on. What is Okay. Number one!
1: All on Netflix. Okay. Would be. The Number group. one! Grace and Frankie.
0: Grace and Frankie, yes. That's mm-hmm. good. Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda. Mm hmm. Very uh, good. Uh, Martin Sheen and the other guy. And Baron Vaughn and June Diane Rafiel.
1: Oh dang! TV expert, here I am. Look at that! I can remember all these. Well, names. they're on
0: podcasts I like, so okay. I don't know the other daughter, and I don't know the other son. I don't know what who Kai is, and I oh, don't yeah. want to know. Don't tweet me.
1: Uh-huh. And this one is a 22-minute per episode type thing. Though.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I've mentioned Parenthood. Yeah. Parenthood's great.
0: We sang about it's an parenthood. emotional roller coaster. Yeah.
1: It's. I think it's like.
0: That's not 22 minutes.
1: No, no, I know right. it's it's longer. Yeah, and so I know so everyone's talking friendly. right now. Oh, that's true. Everyone right now is talking about um, this is us, and I f- feel like um, parenthood kind of gives you an emotional roller coaster, and it's every episode is very touching in a way. So mm. I feel like that's a good one.
0: Are there any other sitcoms that you really like? You know, I almost got you into Frasier for a little while, and you you enjoyed that.
1: Oh, Frasier, despite
0: hating Frasier.
1: Yeah, I hate Frazier, but... but Gotta
0: love the Kells, man.
1: No, I don't love the Kells. I like the Kells in 30 Rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's um, great in that.
1: No, yeah, Frasier's good. I'm just trying to think of a, a show that's... You can just throw on and watch and chill and not really pay attention to, but it's good. And The Big Bang Theory? Nah, definitely hey, not. Uh... No, no, no. I'll probably get slack for that, but no. Don't like that one at all.
0: That show I find more frustrating than anything because I can <sighs> watch that and they will have some really clever jokes in it and then they'll just surround it with like the crappest stuff in the world so it's it's extremes
1: so okay 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 actually okay I know one okay Malcolm in the Middle yep classic mm-hmm. it's so good
0: Brian Cranston is great
1: Brian Cranston is so great and you watch these kids grow up oh my god it's weird like look, looking from the beginning to the end Mm. hmm <coughs> All right, so that, was that helpful at all?
0: I. It's not for me to say.
1: <laughs> I think my my sick voice is is starting to come back. Last episode was better than this episode. Ah. Hey, I'm
0: yeah.
1: still slowly well, recovering. That's
0: what happens when you go out without a scarf. Oh. <laughs> all right, um, enough of that. Let's get to the episode itself.
1: Yeah, let's hurry it up.
0: Our guessing game is still proving too easy, so I'm reducing... What your your scope of where you're allowed to get it right in terms of viewing figures. so now what? you have to get it within half a million, higher or lower. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry half a million. Yeah
0: higher or lower. So
1: oh God.
0: So this
1: is awful.
0: The one with the five stakes and an eggplant followed the one with Phoebe's husband. I will tell you it had a higher viewing figure Duh. when it first aired <laughs> on the 19th of October and it was higher a slightly a higher rating what do you think what do we what, what what do you think in terms of numbers what are we talking for this one
1: then then what tw-
0: 20 28.1 so it's higher than that
1: and i have to get within half a million
0: higher or lower so you've got like a million window basically
1: wait wait so if i said 28 oh no so if i said 29.1 that would be wrong because it's not within half a million that's a million so 20 yeah
0: that would be wrong just pick a number people want to hear about the episode they don't care about this part of our podcast you you excited
1: about just pick a number okay okay look i take this part very seriously
0: i know you do you're the only one that cares about it 28.8 28.8 fuck 28.3 (laughs) Yeah! god damn it Alright, next time you have to get it within one. Ooh. million. No, I'm just kidding. Alright, fine. Clap,
1: clap, 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 for Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Friends till the end.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> okay, so we open. Did you notice what was significant about the opening of this episode, Elizabeth?
1: We never see Ross and Chandler hang out by themselves? Oh,
0: well, that is, that's interesting. Uh, yes, but also it opened in Joey and Chandler's apartment. Which, I don't Know if that's ever happened before? I don't think so. Yeah, it's either c- Central Park or it's Monica and Rachel's place. Yeah, like we don't see an awful lot of Joey and Chandler's apartment. I don't think we've ever opened there before. But
1: I might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. Re- I don't remember anything. But
0: yes, them hanging out together on their own is kind of rare as well, I suppose.
1: But they're good. Any like
0: any two hanging out on their own though is is kind of rare. Apart Even from three. Even just three? Yeah. Wow, as we'll see in this episode.
1: Splits it right in the middle, doesn't it? Three and
0: three. The whole gang torn in twain. Torn asunder.
1: I know, I was so worried about them this episode.
0: Anyway, we open in Joey and Chandler's apartment. The lads. The lads' Lads. apartment.
1: Lads, Lads, lads,
0: lads. Lads, lads, lads. We see the creepy clown cookie jar, which you pointed out.
1: There it is. It's on top of the microwave.
0: I don't know if it's a clown. Of course it is. Is it? What, what do you think know. it is? Satan? No, it's just a... A demon? A mime, maybe.
1: A mime? Yeah. No, it's just because it has that white face. All right. No, no, no. It's a clown. Okay. Like, a clown. crimson clown. <laughs> Remember that? Nope. Oh. From are You Afraid of the Dark? Good yeah. show. Watch it. Okay. 90s. Oh,
0: you had your chance to recommend no, TV shows. No, no. more. <laughs> so, they are watching Small Persons Wrestling. Yep. You would call it, I think it was, for lack of a better politically correct term, midget wrestling back in the day.
1: Yeah, probably in the 90s you'd say midget mm-hmm. instead of little person, right?
0: Little person. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which you seemed entertained by well, or surprised didn't by. Didn't know it was it. a thing. Oh, it's a thing.
1: Well, I didn't expect that they'd be watching that, but also I, I didn't know it was a thing. I don't watch, mm. I don't turn on wrestling every day, so I don't know.
0: We both know that's a lie. I'm surprised it had a place on American network television in the early '90s. What were there like five stations that you could watch back in the day?
1: The '90s weren't that long ago. Again, you you make it seem like it was so long ago. My goodness, they were
0: like this episode was over 20 years ago, Elizabeth.
1: (coughs) Now, yeah, Mm -hmm. but the '90s—that's not—it's not not that long.
0: I was an 11-year-old that didn't know. I were 15. I didn't know what a virgin was.
1: I didn't know that. I remember it being in the playground not knowing what that was, too, so that's oh, okay. Oh,
0: that's awkward. Anyway. Yeah, um, how,
1: why would I know that?
0: Uh, Chandler gets a phone call, which he to go to voicemail. It is a woman who has dialed the wrong number. I think she's calling somebody called Bob.
1: No, no, no. She dialed the right number because that was his number back in the day. Okay,
0: fine. Nitpicker. She calls a number. My she inner
1: Monica. Th- what?
0: May I continue, please? I know, as I started talking and you're going to interrupt. So this woman calls. She thinks that she is calling someone called Bob. She leaves a message for Bob. She is a former conquest, paramour, uh, companion, intimate person with Bob. And I'm sorry, what's his name? Bob.
1: Oh, Bob, okay. She
0: is looking to rekindle... This past relationship, it's been many years, but she's calling out the blue. She claims that she gets drunk, and she's looking to rekindle this relationship. And then she kind of talks about... She talks about just, like, getting up the nerve and getting drunk. Chandler and Ross are listening to the conversation like a couple of pervs, just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, girl calling. And then she kind of gets a little bit too hot and heavy, so Chandler picks up the phone and puts on a gruff voice. She's like, hi, I'm Bob. And then we cut to the music, and the episode opens, and here we go. Ready for another whirlwind adventure with the Central Park Gang.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So we cut to the episode, Chandler is still on the phone, pretending to be Bob. They're doing this weird thing where the phone is on speakerphone, because we can hear it, and Ross can hear it, but Chandler is still holding the phone to his face. Now, is this a continuity error, or is this some sort of... Is this what the 90s... Is this what, like, a 90s speakerphone was, where, like, it would still project the sound through it, but you still had to, like, talk into the microphone on the phone?
1: Maybe. To be honest, I didn't really notice that. Like, I noticed it when she's leaving a message, and he picks it up. And so I thought maybe it was still, like, recording and playing through the message, though.
0: No, it cuts it off. That happened to me today. I was leaving a voicemail for someone, and they answered, and they just cut it off.
1: I just don't know if that's how it was back then. Yeah. Back then, the olden days.
0: Yeah. Oh, is it long ago? It was just five minutes ago. No, Elizabeth, I was the making fun of man. Get out of here. Anyway, um, Chandler makes a date with this woman as Bob. The, as Bob, yes, because he's pretending to be Bob. Um, he makes a date for the, for her to meet him at Central Park the next day, and Ross is like, "That's really evil. That's an evil plan." And Chandler's like, "Well, this is me being evil." Or I can be horny and alone, and I've been horny and alone, so I'm gonna try this. And yeah, that's Chandler setting things up.
1: Horny and alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, Ross, we we cut Ross. Uh, they've all moved over to the the girls' apartment at this point. We can't have too long enjoying Chandler's place, so we've moved over to the girls' apartment. Ross is on the phone to Julie, who is away in New Mexico. What's she doing? Digging up dinosaur bones.
1: Does she do that too?
0: Well, she went to grad school with Ross. Oh, okay. She's got to be in that field in some capacity. Okay. So she's away. She Ross is like, say hi to Julie, everyone. And everyone's like, hi, Julie. And then Rachel's like, Hey yeah. But thankfully, that's all the, the snarkiness we get for that. We don't get too much of that in that episode. Yeah. Ross um, is on the phone. While he's on the phone, Chandler says to Joey and Phoebe and Rachel, oh, hey, Ross's birthday's coming up. We're going to do... A present, a cake, and tickets to see Hootie and the Blowfish. It's going to be $62. And everyone's like, eww, $62, eww, that's too much. Um, and then Chandler's like, but it's Ross, guys, come on. And they're like, all right, fine, whatever. Um, Chandler then goes off on his date. Ross leaves with him. And the the three remaining, we'll just call them puris, the, the three poor friends, the plebs, they're left to talk about how their their pockets are empty because they're so poor and they don't work proper jobs.
1: That's unfair.
0: <laughs> okay. But, but basically, you know, Joey as an out-of-work actor, Phoebe as a masseuse slash um, coffee shop musician, and Rachel as a waitress in a coffee shop, they complain... Well, they they don't even really complain. They just kind of point out the fact that none of them are earning any of the, the sort of incomes that Monica Chandler and Ross are earning. So they're like, oh, when they plan these events, they don't really take into consideration the fact that we can't really afford that.
1: Right. They say, like, all the restaurants, they always, everyone else in the Friends gang wants to go somewhere nice.
0: Yes, somewhere nice.
1: But that but, means somewhere expensive. Yeah, well, Yeah. Typically, doesn't yeah. have to though. No, but it, it, for them. Yeah, that, that's basically what somewhere nice yeah. means. I I don't know. Like I, I kind of get where they're coming from. Well, of
0: course, they could be a bit more considerate, but they could also speak like they shouldn't let it fester. They should just like for Ross's birthday, like you make a bit more of an effort. But like when it comes to like a restaurant, just be sort of like, eh, let's let's go to this place. This place is good too. Or just be like, yeah, I, I'm I'm am a bit broke right now, so I can't really afford to go there.
1: But they seem like there's some shame around that.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have to be, I don't think.
1: I know, but that's the way they feel. Yeah. they haven't talked about it yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. They just have talked about it with each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: right now. So the other three, Chandler, Monica, and Ross, it's not even in their realm. I mean, it's, this mm-hmm. is a class issue,
0: I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, class issues. And this... Uh, so they, the three of them have that little conversation how none of them earn very much money. And then it is um, brought to the surface when Monica... Arrives home and she's just got a promotion from work. She is now the new head lunch chef, so she's going to be preparing those salads and soups and sandwiches for all of those patrons in her restaurant. Woo! Good for you. Good job, Monica. And she's like, "Oh, I bumped into Chandler and Ross, and they said we should go out to celebrate. You know, someplace nice." And all the friends are like, "No, off we go." So they're going to go out to celebrate. But before they get to that, we we do cut to Central Park for one of the few times in this episode it's a Central Park light episode I don't even think we see Gunther at any point
1: oh no what are you going to do oh my
0: god we haven't even he hasn't even spoken yet it's it's going to come I can't wait anyway um, so Chandler and Ross are sitting at a table they are uh, staring at this blonde woman who they just assume is the woman who was on the phone earlier that Chandler made the date with in the guise of Bob I don't know why they're assuming that, just because she, maybe she's sitting on her own and she's been sitting there for some time.
1: Just kind of perving on her.
0: Kind of, just kind of perving on her. Yep, sitting up the back, not sitting at their normal, their normal couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler's plan is basically to wait until she knows she's been stood up and then kind of swoop in and uh, pick up the pieces.
1: Yeah, it's kind of clever, actually. It's kind of.
0: I was like going to ask you about the ethics it? of this. You're okay with it?
1: I wasn't expecting him to do it the way he did. So I thought it was kind of clever because oh, really? he went over to her and I thought he's going to say, okay, well, let me, I think I know who you are. Let me tell you what's going on. But instead he's like, I'm so sorry you've been stood up. She's like, oh, how did you know? And then he pretends to be some ultra sensitive guy and how he cries all the time and he cans a tissue and is like, it's okay. Take my tissues. I've got all of my crying out for today. And, you know, he just pretends to be some wonderful, sensitive man.
0: Yeah, Chandler's pretty smooth when he's pretending to be an evil genius. I mean that that clearly works for him,
1: and it clearly worked for her too.
0: Yeah, I guess. Would you would that work for you if you'd been stood up and some guy just came over and went, "I don't know who stood you up, but my God, he's an idiot." Mm. <laughs> That's a yes.
1: If he was cute.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, fine. So <laughs> no, I would. If be it lo- was Chandler. I mean,
1: I Chandler's guess Chandler's cute. Yeah, he's
0: cute. He's looking good right now. His haircut's working for him.
1: I mean I don't know like I, that actually might might work
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially when you're already vulnerable yeah like and, and you know you're not wrong because mm-hmm. I imagine I wonder if I was sitting there waiting for a girlfriend that just texted me and said I'm sorry I'm so stuck in so much traffic it's going to be another half hour I was like alright whatever I just sit there on my phone or I sit there and drink a coffee or whatever someone come over and said whoever stood you up is a, is a jackass whatever They're like what how presumptuous of you like I don't know.
0: I'd be like, "Keep walking, sister. Get out of here." You think yeah. if a
1: girl said that to you?
0: Yeah, I think so. Be like, I it up. You know what are talking about? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that would work for a guy. No, of course not.
1: If a girl came over and said that, I don't yeah. think any girl would do that, anyways.
0: Of course not. Of course not. So then we cut to the restaurant where they go somewhere nice for their meal. We both noticed that the the the. Oh, no, no. The
1: police <laughs> Please stop them as the Puri's? The
0: paupers of uh, Can the you just French say gang. peasants? The peasants. <laughs> yeah, like... that's a good one. The the peasants of the friends gang. They're they're <laughs> they're just drinking water.
1: Yes. They're all uh Ross is making a toast to yeah. Monica's good fortune and Joey, Phoebe. And Rachel all are, are holding up their glasses of water. And then mm-hmm. you see Monica and Ross holding up their glass of beer and wine, respectively.
0: Those guys have got no game. Because what we used to do, like me and, and, and my friends, if we were going out for a restaurant and it wasn't BYOB, we would just smuggle in a bottle of rum or smu- smuggle in a bottle of vodka and then just order a Coke. And then you just, you just pour the Coke in oh, the vodka. Oh, really? Then, yeah. it's kind of
1: clever. I never thought of about that.
0: Yeah. And there you go. Dang. Mm-hmm.
1: That's not, like... It's really good and, and everybody
0: <laughs> wins the, that's the good thing everyone wins because you wouldn't be ordering a drink an alcoholic drink anyway you wouldn't be ordering any drink but if you order a coke at least you're giving them some money
1: mm-hmm. so yeah and
0: and then and the you shop... probably
1: keep ordering cokes as you keep drinking oh, of course
0: well obviously you're going to keep drinking Elizabeth so oh, of course sorry yeah. Michael I can't believe these slick New Yorkers didn't think of that Yeah. You know, maybe if you
1: maybe because it's illegal
0: Wow, illegal. That's that's for the courts to decide. Anyway, Chandler, they, they make a toast before Chandler gets there, which is just rude, basically. They haven't ordered yet. Uh, basically, uh, an expensive, you know, somewhere nice, that just basically means that you get a sassy slash rude waiter who is has, clearly has no time for any of them. I liked him. <laughs> he was pretty good, to be fair. So Phoebe, Rachel, and Joey all kind of... When it comes to ordering, it's an expensive restaurant. They don't have a lot of money, so they get creative with their, their food choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey orders a pizza, but he asks for like the less, less fancy stuff on it. Uh, Rachel gets a side salad to go on the side of her water. And Phoebe gets a cup of soup and tells him to have a great day. Uh, and they think, oh well, we're we're living within our means. This is going to be a cheap meal, even though it's a nice place. But then, when the bill comes, they tally it up, they break it down. You know, they just split it six ways, right? Which is madness. Pay yeah, for pay for what you got. And
1: then, who is it? Is it Phoebe that is kind of like, well, wait.
0: Yeah, and then they go. Oh, yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be six ways. It should be five ways. Monica shouldn't have to pay because right. it's her special We're day. Her. Get lost. You just got a raise, of course. If anything, you should be treating all of us. But yeah, so then Phoebe Phoebe flips out basically. Phoebe loses her shit and yells at everyone. Makes a scene. No,
1: she doesn't. She
0: does a wee bit, but that's fine. Like, cause it's they they break it down. It's thirty three dollars fifty for everyone, and Rachel got side salad and water. So yeah.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
0: That's ridiculous. So you should say something. But also, even if you're not thinking about money, you would still notice that like your friend ordered a salad and be like, "Okay, asking them to pay $33 when they haven't had any alcohol and just had a salad is ridiculous."
1: Right, and plus you could see at the table someone had gotten a couple of people had gotten desserts and coffees and stuff too and again, the three peasants hadn't. <laughs> peasants. Um I felt I felt like this is really relatable. Like, this is the first time that I've seen in in the Friends world that these people are actually potentially their ages, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, it's very difficult today, 2017, people living in New York that are, you know, mid-20s. Mm. First of all, who's an apartment that size? But secondly... A lot of people don't have a lot of money regardless of what they do because of the the cost of living in new york city
0: that's fair enough but the point the note that i made during all of this is i'm pretty sure out of joey phoebe and rachel none of them are paying rent or like full price rent on where they're living right now like rachel so? we talked about the other day probably isn't paying i don't think he's paying rent and if she is she's not paying what the room is worth joey you you just imagine when he doesn't get a job he's when he doesn't get, like, an acting gig on a failed audition, he's hitting Chandler up for money. That's a regular trope that comes up on the show. And and Phoebe lives with her grandmother, so...
1: I know, but what I'm saying is, since they're all supposed to be, like, mid-twenties, mm-hmm. you don't... You're, you're not figured out by then. Mm-hmm. So this... What I'm saying is, for the first time, I feel like this is very relatable for a lot of people. Because when mm-hmm. you're, you're 25 years old... Y- you don't have a, a great salary yet. I mean, most people don't. So I, I thought it was kind of nice for once to, to see the fact that.
0: I agree. I think that's. I think that's great, and I, I think it was well done. But I also think if you're not paying rent, you've got thirty three bucks to spend on dinner. You don't know that. Also, like, what's thirty three fifty multiplied by five? How, how expensive? What the? What was everyone else getting? Well, that's like like a, a side salad is what? like right. four bucks.
1: That's like, what, 165 bucks?
0: Something like that. I don't
1: know. Well, some people drank and got dessert and coffees. And they got, like, Monica said, oh, I'll have this. I'll start with this and then get that. So clearly she got an appetizer, Mm. too.
0: Anyway, Phoebe kind of flips out, as we said. um, Yells at everyone. Makes everyone feel very uncomfortable. Points out. No, she doesn't. Okay, she makes very good points. She's just like, you guys need to be more considerate of the fact that we don't earn as much money as you. We should not be paying for... We shouldn't be splitting it five ways because we did not, we intentionally ordered cheaper stuff so that we didn't have to pay a lot.
1: And Ross took it well. He's like, oh, okay, so why don't we just pay for what what we ordered then? Yes,
0: exactly. And then it kind of like leads into deeper discussions. Everyone's sort of like, well, it's just this. And then they end up ruining Ross's birthday surprise, which is a bit out of order because you probably could have had that conversation without referencing that. And again, Ross is quite reasonable. He's like, I don't want my birthday to be the source of, like, cause Ross doesn't know. Ross doesn't know yeah. that they're being asked to pay sixty bucks, and he's just sort of like, "I don't want my birthday to be a contentious issue. Let's, let's
1: just do- all be together and have yeah, fun doing whatever." Yeah,
0: Ross yeah. is fucking reasonable as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <he's laughs> dare like a I say, the only
1: dad. I'm sure he has lots of expenses as well.
0: Right, right, but he's not gonna have to pay for any of that.
1: He's not.
0: Well, he doesn't know about it. They can't be like, "Here's your, oh, no, here's no, your no. birthday oh, presents." No, oh, like, that would be sixty-two bucks, by the way.
1: Oh no, I'm saying like he has expenses as a new dad. Right,
0: right, right. But he doesn't have to pay for the birthday stuff, so it doesn't matter. Oh
1: right, okay. Yeah.
0: So they basically decide that they they won't go to the, they won't go to the concert, and they don't have to worry about it. They take it off the table. Then we get a hard cut, and this is this is. Probably where it would have been nice to have broken up with a bit of a subplot, just to kind of make it not feel, like, so immediate. But because everyone's involved in the storyline, they couldn't really do that. They do a hard cut to the apartment, presumably the next day, where Ross and Chandler and Monica are going through this, like, condescending skit. Where they're like, oh, what's in the bag? Oh, it's steaks and an eggplant that we're gonna have dinner with. Hooray! Oh, and there's more. There's some tickets to hootie and the blowfish which we're giving you guys hooray it's a nice gesture it's massively condescending
1: i don't get why they presented it in like a fun little skit
0: yeah i don't know i don't get the well they thought they were doing a nice thing which they are but
1: i don't get the director's choice on that oh really yeah not at all
0: well it's the script's choice
1: oh the writer's choice on that, sorry. I because
0: I, I I guess it's to emphasize that they, even though they said, look, it's not a big deal, don't worry about the money, I guess they, they still don't quite get where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want a handout, they don't want charity, they don't want to be made to feel bad about it. They well, that's just want
1: exactly what, what they had said, like, well we don't want these tickets it seems like charity.
0: Yeah, but it seems like they're thinking, well, it's just about the money, so they're making a point about the money, but if we remove the money from the question, then there's no problem.
1: They don't understand what it's like to have to worry about money cuz I think that was one of the conversations they had is, oh, I don't ever think about right. money, and then Rachel was like, that's because you have it.
0: Which which is fair, but I also don't believe that none of like none of them were born like in a mansion like they've had to worry about money before, I'm sure.
1: I don't. I don't feel like any of them have been uncomfortable with money. I don't feel like.
0: They, I mean, they, Chandler I must have started were, his office job at a pretty low paying, like almost internship. Yeah,
1: but that doesn't mean he was raised in a home where he was left wanting. You yeah. know. So I feel like well, I don't Rachel think any was never of them left wanting. No, but this is a very new thing for her. Mm. Um, so I don't think any of them had to struggle. Day to day. I feel like yeah. they were comfortable at least.
0: Yeah. We're going deep tonight, man. This is this episode.
1: Well kinda brings this episode's up a got lot layers. Of, like, personal issues like yeah. you know, this is it's like a very real thing for Um, a lot of people
0: anyway can we wrap this up because i gotta go horse riding in a minute i'll turn off the lights and you can just sit here in the dark but i gotta i gotta go in a minute so let's let's move on (laughs) anyway so yeah they they make this gesture which they think is being nice where they offer the food monica's like oh i got a new meat supplier and they as a thank you they gave me these steaks Remember that, Elizabeth. That will come into play later. And they're like, "Oh, here's tickets to in the Blowfish. Hooray! No problem." And the the po- the the puries, the peasants, the peasants. Sorry, uh, the serfs. They are like, "No, it's not. B- we're not going anyway. We've got pride, for goodness' sake." Um, and then, so they it basically splits them down the middle. Um, the rich ones, the Kardashians of the group. They. They get a B in their bonnet and they're like, God, we can't win either way. We're either sensitive to you or we can, you know, be charitable. But <laughs> well, anyway, they, they go in a huff uh, and the group is split down the middle. Oh my God, is this the end of the Central Park gang? They're split down the middle. The rich ones go to the concert. The poor ones stay at home and guess the number of fingers Joey is going to show on his hand. <laughs> the gang are kind of like, oh, this feels wrong. Oh, no, before they even get to the concert, uh, Chandler's getting ready. Ross comes home. Chandler's like, yeah, I had sex with that girl. Giggity, giggity, giggity. And he's sort of bragging. He's like, yeah, I did really well. She was loving it. And then he gets a phone call. It's it's the woman who we should name as Jade. I believe they mentioned her name is Jade. Mm-hmm. And he pretends to be Bob again. And she's like, I don't need you, Bob. I just had sex. And Chandler pretending to be Bob is like, what was it like? And then she's like, "eh, eh, it was okay."
1: No, no, she just goes, "eh."
0: "Eh."
1: It was such a good explanation. And then
0: she's like, "I had to." Chandler, Chandler originally said she had to bite her lip to stop herself from screaming. And then when she tells it on the phone, she's like, "I had to bite my lip to stop myself from screaming your name." (laughs) Like, oh, burn. And then Jenna was like, "Well, maybe you had new techniques you weren't familiar with." And she was like, uh, "It was over too quickly." So yeah. yeah, bad luck, Chandler. Your despicable ethics. That's have, pretty awful. How yeah, would you a,
1: react if like if a girl said that behind your back and you found out?
0: Well, karma's a bitch. I guess you reap what oh, you sow. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Thinks she'll get back for that for saying that. No,
0: I'm saying that's what Chandler deserves for being oh. duplicitous.
1: I didn't do anything too bad. It
0: it was pretty bad.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Anyway, so we're at the concert. The gang are like, oh, it's not the same without those three, so we should leave. And they get up to leave, but then the band start playing. By the way, Hootie and the Blowfish.
1: Yeah.
0: 20-somethings. are they In the 90s, hell
1: yeah. Really? Oh, I listened to them, totally.
0: So their hits were Wish You Would Step Back From Deadly Is My Friend. And um, also... It's been one wings and you learn nope. to me. Nope. Alright, what about when I'm a walking asterisk nope. oh Um Yeah, I got nothing. What did it what did they do? Who okay, are they in the blue Okay, So
1: bluefish? the song they played in the episode was the Every Time I Look At You I Go Blind. You know that one?
0: I have never heard that song before. I don't know who they are.
1: Hold me, hold me, cause I wanna get high. Oh, and high Every time I look at no, you. Oh shoot, know. it's really good. You're Were they cool?
0: Were they. Like. like the I remember hearing about them. I remember watching the show and thinking that that would be a band that my parents liked. From like the. The name Hootie and the Blowfish sounds like they come from the 1950s.
1: No, they're they're cool. They remind me of like. Um, <laughs> they're cool. No, they remind me of. Okay, no, I remember listening to them in high school with like the windows down. You know, it's it's almost summertime. It's kind of nice. They're 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 easy to listen to. It's just like an easy listen into, and I feel like they're probably big with uh, like the potheads. All
0: right. You know. Okay. I mean, I I, I I didn't realize, but okay, fine. Conceivably, those three. I mean, Monica Chandler and Ross are not particularly cool. So yes, they could probably go and see who in the bluefish. Hey. Well, it's not like they're going to see Nirvana or something.
1: Nirvana? Who would go see Nirvana?
0: Cool kids in the 1990s. Did
1: you go see Nirvana in the 1990s?
0: I don't think they toured to Scotland. I was going to see The Beautiful South in 1995. But, oh, I don't even know who that is. Uh, Rotterdam, Perfect Ten.
1: You know who I saw in the 1990s?
0: Click Five.
1: Uh, no, clearly they, weren't, they didn't come out till like 2004.
0: Three. I don't know then. Aaron um, Carter. <laughs>
1: No, not Aaron Carter. But you're on the right track.
0: Alright, hurry up. This episode's going long. In sync. Alright, cool. Uh, <laughs> so they, they, they love the concert. It goes really well. They get offered to go backstage. There's a fun little moment where a guy that Monica used to babysit for, like, comes up and is like, Oh, hey, good to see you. You wanna come meet the band? I'm their lawyer. And she's like, Yeah, sure. And then as they're walking to the back, the guy just sort of goes, hey, you weren't one of those babysitters that hooked up with my dad, right? <laughs> uh, which was a funny little woman. So then, cut to central Park. everyone's back together, everyone's feeling very remorseful. They're like, oh, guys, we wish you were at the concert. And they were like, yeah, we wish you, we'd been there too. This is stupid. We shouldn't let money get in the way of things.
1: And then we notice, it's pointed out that Monica has a hickey.
0: Oh.
1: She has a hickey on her neck. Mm-hmm they're like, well, who gave you a hickey? And they're like, oh, we went to this. It was a party. Like, a party. Oh, what, what party did you go to? Like, you know, they do everything. They seem to do everything together. Oh, you know, it was a party with a bunch of people and some friends and Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. like, what? So then they find out that they went backstage and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: clearly went to an after party with the band and one of the. um The Blowfish. Hooties or the Blowfishes. One of the
0: Blowfishes, if you please.
1: Gave her a hickey. Yeah. She probably hooked up with one of them.
0: There's a fun moment as well where Monica's like, yeah, we met the Stevie, who I used to babysit for, and Rachel was like, oh, yeah, I used to babysit for him as well. How's his dad? I love that. Yeah. Rachel definitely would have an inappropriate relationship with a father.
1: Hopefully she was not her age.
0: Yeah. So that kicks off the arguments again, and everyone's like, oh, well, we have money. We should be able to spend how we want. We're not going to feel bad about it. And they're like, well, you're just rich. You know, you're the... One percent, we hate you. You're the reason why America's losing its way. But then that's interrupted. Monica gets paged, gets beeped. She calls in work. Ah, uh, she is she takes a call right there in the cafe. It clearly doesn't go very well. She kind of is being lambasted for accepting steaks from this new meat supplier. And she's like, well, it was just, you know, it, it wasn't a bribe or a kickback or anything, but nope work hard having any of it, she she loses her job. She gets fired. Yeah. I guess they saw her switching meat suppliers and accepting gifts from them as, you know, being bribed by them. So she gets fired and the friends forget their their petty squabbles. They put these trivial money matters to the side. And and they rally around their friend.
1: What is she going to do now?
0: Wow. Who knows? Maybe she'll take up massaging... At Phoebe's massage parlor or maybe she'll get a job spraying perfume in people's faces with Joey <laughs> or maybe she'll serve tables at essential perk with Rachel the possibilities are endless totally one thing's for sure she ain't gonna be dusting off dinosaur bones with Ross nope and that wraps it up that is the end of the episode we get the end credits where the uh, Jade calls the apartment again leaves a voicemail message for Bob joy is on the other end this time around he sort of hears it and he kind of wants to answer the phone but he kind of smashes his face off the counter and falls on the ground
1: it's the best moment of friends I've ever seen it's,
0: it's a pretty good pratfall it has he to be like said
1: jumps over the couch and tries to grab the, <laughs> the telephone but the whole thing falls off the other side of the counter and he's just like scrambling yeah. and then he falls it's pretty good yeah it's great it's a good finish and then it just ends
0: yeah and that's it yeah that's all we've got so that was the one with Five steaks and an eggplant. You enjoy that one? Y- yes. Yeah. You. Well, why are you not sure?
1: Because other ones are better? You think? I think that's like a medium yes.
0: I, I think this one is low on comedy, maybe. Mm. But like, I mean, this is one of our longest episodes. We had a lot to discuss in this one. I thought like the group dynamics are very are far more deeply explored here than they have been in the past
1: yeah i mean when it comes to talk of finances it's very relatable Mm -hmm. you know yeah everyone experiences issues with money here and there throughout their lives
0: yeah no I, I enjoyed it I I, and I actually think Chandler's little subplot with uh, Jade was pretty funny as well so that did kind of bring in the laughs as well so. yeah no I thought I thought it was a good one and uh, I, I enjoyed it I think the show is hitting its stride dare I say
1: yeah yeah it's getting better
0: and with every episode that passes we're getting closer to the best character in the world oh lord
1: yeah. is it even this season that this person comes in
0: yeah I'm pretty sure oh, okay yeah any, any episode now it could be could be the next one
1: um, I think the show is definitely picking up for me. I, the first season, I struggled a bit until towards the end, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, each episode has been pretty strong since the beginning of this season, so I'm en- I'm enjoying it more than when I first started, yeah.
0: Good. And with that in mind, we're going to keep that rolling on as we continue on to episode six, which is day six of our seven podcasts in seven days, the penultimate episode of this week. Indeed. Episode 6, it is the one with the baby on the bus.
1: Baby on the bus?
0: Baby's day out, Elizabeth. Who, What's who's gonna the happen? baby? What do you think?
1: Ben? <gasps> Drink.
0: Yeah. Well, what is going to happen? Well, it's kind of given away, as a lot of them are. But.
1: Baby on, so he, he rides the bus. Maybe it's his first time on the bus. Oh, yeah. Riding, riding on the bus.
0: Riding <laughs>
1: on the bus. For his first ride. And well, that's it. That's the whole episode.
0: Can't wait. It's going to be a great one. Thank you all very much for listening. It's always a pleasure to talk about Friends and to have you listen to it in your ears. If you enjoy the show, please give us a follow on Twitter at FriendsPod. And if you want to help support the show, tell a friend and give us a little five-star review on iTunes. We'll be back very soon with the next episode. But until then, Elizabeth, stop haunting me.
1: Bye.